Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluber. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that. And this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're back for another episode of the Snap Podcast. The viewership is growing. Viewership. The viewership is really staying the same. The listenership is growing, the listener base. And I don't really know how, but we've gained 20 followers, 20 listeners in the last couple of weeks. Average listens have gone up. I don't promote this podcast anywhere. I kind of told myself a long time ago that I was going to at some point on the walk-on podcast, the way more popular podcast that I do. And it just never came around to it. So I don't know how people would ever find this. But for those that are listening, welcome back, and I'm happy you're here. Last week, we talked about Goggins and they don't know me, son. And I'm, you know, we aren't, we are not the same and nobody is the same. And right around that time, gosh, was it that day? Or it might've even been Monday of last week. So we're talking nine days ago. Um, so it, it was already two days in at this point. Um, well, I guess let me back this up. We're close to game time. We're close to game time here. I definitely had a, oh, and here's a yawn. This podcast sucks. Oh, my God. So, yawn, respect to the listeners. So, relative to this, relative to this podcast, when I have an idea that is good enough to be like an entire topic, right, like water or sleep, those are the easy ones other stuff like last week, whatever it may be. Usually, if we're far enough out, or I already have an idea of where I'm going with the next episode of this podcast, I'll write it down. I'll get out the old pen and paper and write that thing down, or I'll type it into a Google Doc that I have, or a, a, like a note in my phone, so that when I go to do this podcast on Wednesdays, and I'm kind of, I'm just, coming in dry from you know like all right time to do the podcast what are we going to talk about then i have somewhere to go with it i did that or i had the idea at least on monday or sunday of this week two or three days ago didn't write it down forgot it so i'm pissed pissed about that don't know what i was going to talk about i know it'll probably come back to me at some point hopefully i write it down when that does happen but the you know me reverting to the to the mean on this show is basically well where are you with uh with your workouts your training and your personal pursuits right and i suppose it's pro- that that maybe that should have been the focus or the primary anyway um it definitely will be next week so you're going to get at least 2 weeks of this and i'll probably throw in eh, no i'll probably wait until after the CrossFit Open is completed, which is three weeks long, 
to do a recap. I won't do one each week of each workout. I'll save all of that. Oh, another, another fucking yawn. Oh my God. I'll save all of that for the show that happens the week after it's totally completed. It'll be a longer show and uh, we can go over everything in detail because that will be exciting for me. Don't care if it's exciting for you or not, because that's, you know, going all the way back to May on this, on this podcast, I told people like, Hey, I'm going to be a CrossFit athlete. And that is essentially how I've lived my life for the past eight, nine months. Um, it's going to be a little bit about what we talk about today, living that lifestyle um, with regards to training volume and resting and being healthy or injured and that stuff. But uh, we are getting close to game time, boys and girls. As I record this, it's February 16th. It's a Wednesday. And we are eight days out. The CrossFit Open of 2022 uh, this year will be the three workouts. There's three weeks, right? So historically, for those wondering, uh, historically, there were, for a long, long time, five weeks in the Open. So what what a week looks like in um, solidarity, like in solid solidarity and by itself um, is a workout comes out on Thursday. Historically, it's been Thursday evening, um, central time, five or six o'clock at night. And then, and usually it comes out as like a, you know, there's some festivity to it. They get a couple of the high level athletes to go head to head, um, you know, literally five, 10, 15 minutes right after the workouts announced. Nobody knows, nobody has any prep time. That's kind of CrossFit's thing, right? Unknown and unknowable. They set up the workout and they bang, they just come up with a strategy or for usually for the top people, they just kind of know their body and what they're capable of and they just go, right? And, and, you know, they're at some CrossFit gym somewhere that's hosting. There's a bunch of people in the crowd, and it's cool. After that's over, most people aren't going to hit it on Thursday night. There definitely be some people who will. But then you had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to then do those workout, do that workout, single workout, and submit your score online. Um, so four days to do the workout. Um, realistically, what that looked like for most people is uh, if you're at all competitive, you do it on Friday. If the, you know, depending on what kind of workout it was, because some can't just be done, like you need rest, right? <laughs> again, we're going to get to that in a second. But some people would repeat the workout again on Saturday or Sunday, or they'd do it, they'd kind of time it up where they do it early Friday, later on Saturday, and then like take Sunday off and do it again on Monday. You can repeat it as many times as you want. You put in the best score you can, and you did that for five weeks in a row. And at the end of the five weeks, there's an online leaderboard, and you see where you stack up. It has since been cut to three weeks. Um, and one of those weeks is a part one, part two. So there ends up being four 
somewhere, you know, a way to meet in the middle from the old standard of five. So instead of just three workouts, because that gets to be a little bit like, okay, are we really getting a full scope of who is the fittest, who should move on out of three tests? No. So they added a part one, part two, usually in that two-parter, one of those parts is going to be a strength piece. Um, so there's going to be like a conditioning and a strength. They're scored individually along with the other two solo weeks, four tests. And um, those four tests over three weeks are then what you stack up on the leaderboard with. Again, this is on the 16th that I'm recording this. It will be eight days from now on the 24th of February that the first workout is announced. It's kind of nice this year. Again, this is nuance that no one cares about but they've moved it back four hours. So the announcement now is actually at two o'clock central time, three Eastern time. Um, so for anybody in the United States, it, you can basically, you kind of have time to look at the workout, maybe test a few uh, elements of it, think it through, watch a couple other people's scores come in, watch the people that do it on the live announcement and kind of game plan and actually hit it on Thursday when it comes out, if you'd like, or then you still have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, most of Monday to do it, do it and, uh, and input your score. That is game day for me. It's weird. It's not a single weekend competition. I think this is why I'm explaining it because some people are confused. It's not a single weekend competition where, you know, next Thursday, there's a workout. You do it once, whatever your score is, you get stuck with it. And then you do another one on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's over by the end of the weekend. It's not a single week thing or weekend thing. There are plenty of other competitions that are like that. This is one workout per week in a four-day window over the weekend where you can do it as many times as you want. And by Monday afternoon, you got to submit your best attempt. So game week, game day is really three, four-day periods of time with then the time between week one and week two and the time between week two and week three from Monday evening of that week through the Thursday then to rest, train some more, and get ready for week two, get ready for week three. We're eight days out from that. Next week I will talk about, um, because next week will be one day out, right? When I talk to you next week, I will be saying tomorrow the workout comes out. Um, I feel like it's maybe a two-part podcast kind of thing. Maybe we do talk about some stuff as we go along here. Uh, we know that, and I've said this on this show, that this year my goal was to be competitive on my own. Maybe I haven't gone into super detail about this. Um, you know, I, and I track every single workout that I've done through this. Um, basically since I had COVID, which was both a culmination of me doing endurance style training, uh, not a lot of CrossFit slash lifting. Um, if you guys remember, I got COVID the Delta variant, uh, symptoms started showing up on 14 days out from me running a half marathon. 
Um, that was August twenty, August twenty eighth. I want to say somewhere around there. So legitimate after that, and I was you know I was finally able to breathe basically on marathon day, and then I took a week off to let my body kind of heal from that. And in the first week of September, I started week one of phase one of trying to prepare myself for the CrossFit game season. For somebody who is at my conditioning level, at my level with all the cr- things that happen in CrossFit, um, we could go over those in a different podcast. That's why I, what I'm kind of alluding to here, because I think this is a multi-parter. Um, Let's see, September, October, November, December, January, February, and we didn't even get a full September or a full February to train. So we're, we're looking at in between five and six months of time. Yes, that's a, you know, that's half a year. That's a decent amount of time to be competitive on the level that I'd like to be. Uh, most of the people that I, that are on that level have been doing this for multiple years training at a level that is intentional and trying to be competitive for multiple years. I have a general background of fitness that, um, yes, I do CrossFit, but it was not with intent or at a volume uh, or oftentimes the intensity that would be considered competitive. So I would call my competitive CrossFit career six months old as we start this open. And realistically, if I really want to try and make like the big show, right? Like the, you know, the, the live event uh, that is called the semifinals um, top, you know, we're talking top 120 men in the country. Um, or if I get lucky somehow and find three other people who would like to do a team with me top, I think it's top 80 teams in the country. That'd be another 320 people. Um, Basically top 500 fittest people in the country. Uh, I would need, unfortunately, probably more than two years worth of work. Um, And I don't know if if I'll even, I I 100% am going to do it through next year. But even then, you just tack on a year, I'll be at 18 months and I'll still be a little bit behind the gun. So not to mention in CrossFit, you're probably looking at a, you're probably looking at a peaking age of right where I'm at right now. So I'm not extremely old for the sport. Um, The fact that there is such thing as a training age as well. So a lot of these, um, a lot of these super competitive Athletes have been doing this since they were 20, 21, 22 years old. Training at that level of intensity and volume gets you to a level of fitness where you can compete for a long time, but it also starts to wear on you after a while. Um, Two plus hours of training a day, three hours of training a day. Uh, Sometimes a lot more, sometimes a little bit less, but average. After five, six, seven years, if you start in your early 20s, by the time you reach 27, which is where I'm at right now, you don't feel very good, right? Like it's hard to keep training that way. It's hard for me to train that way. And I've been doing it for six months. But so, so I have a little bit of extended lifespan in the sport if I'm interested in it there. 
could I go to 30, 31, maybe 32 years old? Maybe. Um, but there's no time to waste. I am, I am never going to be ahead of the curve, always behind. And so we have to make up a lot of time quickly um, in a lot of specific areas. And one that I've highlighted on this podcast has been the squat. And I've made up just an absolutely absurd amount of, uh, of time with that squat. Uh, but this brings us to today's real topic, which is how am I feeling eight days out? What does it look like? How, am I prepared? Um, next week, what I was going to allude to for another episode would have been like, what does my taper look like? That'll probably be included in next week's podcast. How do you know what? I would say next week's episode is going to be expectations for for the open. Putting a number on where I want to place, where I think I can place, where I think I will place. All of those are different. Um, my taper week from now until next week and you know other details of the actual competition. For now, to end this podcast, to wrap it up, I'm going to talk about how the training volume and the being behind the curve that I just talked about has caught up to me a little bit. Um, and I even think at one point on this podcast, I said something along the lines of if I keep training like this and don't recover, don't stretch, don't X, Y, Z, I will get hurt. And your body will tell you that. And honestly, my body was feeling great. Like I wasn't having any of those signs, but you know, I think that's not always going to a hundred percent tell the story. Um, I think going back to what I was talking about earlier that happened two days before last week. So nine days ago at this point, I, I did something to my back and it's hard to gauge how serious it is because even then for two more days last week and then Monday of this week, I did heavy continued progress on my Smolov squat cycle, heavy, heavy reps. We're talking uh, last week would have been um, seven sets of five reps at 315, seven by five at 315. Um, would have been the day that I did last podcast. And then Friday of last week, I did 10 sets of three at 335. And then Monday, I did four sets of nine at 285. Four sets of nine reps at 285. So we're doing heavy volume squats, right? And sure, my back was tight. When we're talking about positioning in the back, we're talking very low sacrum uh, for those who are anatomically privy. Uh, the sacrum, low. So there's four sections of your back. It starts with the cervical, which is, oh, I think there's five of them. Um, and, uh, or maybe seven, I think there's seven of them. Uh, and that is basically your neck, what connects to your head and your neck and then in your shoulders. Once you get down into your uh, chest, 
chest, upper back area. Um, we're talking thoracic cavity. I believe in the thoracic, there are either 14 or 12. I think it's 14 uh, vertebrae. Then you get down to your lumbar, which you may have heard before. And um, that's the opposite of what I just said. So if, if there's 14 in the thoracic, I think there's 12 lumbar. And then the fourth and final section of your spine is the, uh, no, 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 the sacral, um, which is made up of the sacrum, which is a singular triangular shaped bone. It's really five bones that are fused together, your, your bottom five vertebrae. And I think down in there, potentially in one of the last lumbar vertebrae, vertebra, vertebrae, um, is where I did something. And I would really, really like to tell you that I, that there's no actual structural damage and that it's just soreness and overuse and I need to rest it. Um, a lot of this, quite honestly, a lot of the symptoms or tests, not tests, but um, a lot of what I've done since, you know, it's been nine days, I've still been working out, right? I took yesterday morning off but other than that i've basically been going pretty damn hard um i deadlifted heavy on it i've squatted heavy on it and those aren't painful when i do those um the only thing that is painful is when i do a full-on back to school sit and reach test like i'm i'm really straining to sit and reach as far as i can and i'm bent over i'm hinged that far um, and that's when it hurts or when I lay on my back and I pull my legs up like, uh, like, like the position of baby's in when you're changing a baby and like when the pressure's sitting right on the low back sacrum area, then that hurts as well. But it's even then in those two, in those two spots, it's not a significant pain. It's, it's more of an annoyance like, oh, this is tight or something. Um, there is a chance though that you know maybe there's a hairline fracture in there somewhere uh which could be you know which could cause that pain um basically i decided yesterday with there being or i decided monday that i was not going to touch a weight uh, i'm backing off of all heavy lifting after monday morning i kind of decided like okay this hasn't gone away in a week um, and quite honestly, doesn't feel any better. So I'm going to back off. I'm going to do a ton of stretching, a ton of inversion, hanging upside down, a ton of, I'm going to be careful about rolling that area out, um, but try to get the muscles rolled out in that area. Uh, I'm going to ice, I'm going to put CBD lotion on the thing. I'm gonna do everything I can, uh, treatment wise to make it better in the next two weeks. And stimulus-wise, I'm going to keep everything off of it that would continue to prolong recovery, which is basically heavy weight. So uh, kind of pissed because obviously the, you know, this week specifically, and really for anybody who's in that competitive conversation that I mentioned earlier, um, you know, this is a time where you really kind of want to ramp up training. Um, these next two, three, four weeks through the open, um, because the goal is to then make quarterfinals, which is top 10%. We'll get there when we get there, but the, the assumption is we'll make that. And that's really where you want to be primed. 
And so having the last three or four weeks here to really ramp shit up uh, would be nice. But I don't think that is the smartest thing right now. So we're not going to be able to lift heavy weights. We're going to focus heavily on conditioning. And we're going to see where that gets us. But I know one thing that if we try and push heavy weights and we end up breaking our back or there is a small hairline fracture that gets bigger in our back because we didn't stay easy. You know, like last year around the same time, I fractured a rib and it took me six weeks of not doing any heavy lifting for that to heal. Um, I don't think this isn't as painful as that. Um, I'm still, I can do way more right now than I could last year when I had that. So I'm, you know, I'm really hoping that two to four weeks of staying light will help. But, um, you know, that's, we're, we're starting to, like I said, we're starting to test the waters of two, two and a half, three hours of training some days. Trying to be smart about it, trying to stretch and do all the good stuff and take an active recovery day on Thursdays, a full rest day on Sundays. But uh, you put the body under stresses and sometimes uh, you push a little too far. And, and I think we did that. Um, I think we're okay and we will be okay, but, uh, just a small speed bump as we head into, uh, our first week of competition next week. So I'm excited to, I'm excited to do those podcasts, talk about those and sort of document those for myself. Uh, it'll be interesting. I, maybe I even do a little series of when they when those workouts come out then on friday i'll record a little um initial reaction to you know what's the strategy how am i feeling about it do i feel prepared what's training look like for this specific kind of workout um and i'll make it a little mini series in addition to the podcast from each week on wednesdays um the time is here we've put in six months of work and the time is here I think we're, we're going to save the time is now as the title for next week's podcast when we're one day out, but uh, a lot of rest and being careful until we get there. And um, that's where we're at. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are too, to kind of follow along and um, hopefully this encourages you guys to go out and find things to be competitive with or train for something or train for a goal. I know this is just a lot about me. And again, you open this podcast up the intro music is like this is my personal audio journal and if nobody listened man that's that's what it would be i'm just documenting my personal experience with training crossfit trying to be a, an athlete trying to be competitive and if anybody wants to follow along hey welcome to the show so that's it we'll talk next week and hopefully my back is still in uh, <laughs> is still in place then uh, see you then. Peace.